Welcome to TechCrunch. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris Biscuits and Cornflake Jake. Uh, so let me introduce you to one of the industry's most talked about podcasts and mobile news forums. Welcome to TechCrunch. <laughs> of course I mean, it's No Mo's The Mumble, episode 10, no less, so a little milestone for us. Um, so yes, episode 10, uh, Chris is back in the building, Chris Hello. Biscuits. Uh, so we will be having more podcasts after this, don't listen to me from last week, Chris, I know you're very worried about that. We had a call from Barcelona to tell us off because he bugged the room. But today we have Cornflake Jake, as promised last week. He's going to be doing design correspondent. And um, what else are you doing? A uh, bit of news. A bit of news. But just leave a minute. I'm just a few. <laughs> yeah, so you're taking over from the tooting vegan. Yeah. And what Liam didn't know last week, this is an interview. Oh, this is a test for this you is, to place. This is your third stage interview, and I mean, I think you're doing all right, so you've probably got the job. I mean, the voice is a lot better this week, so... Yeah, you don't sound like Frank Butcher this week, <laughs> so, so that's, that's decent, yeah. So, uh, so it'll be the same shit as every week. <laughs> uh, the same stuff will be happening in the podcast, as we just spoke about with um, Cornflake Jake. Um, so I think we should just get started. Oh, Chris, how was Barcelona? Oh, awesome. Yeah, great, great city. Uh, loved it. Really quite sad to be, to be home, to be honest. Um, weather was good. Ate a lot, drank a lot. Um, interestingly, so was trying to use uh, mobile websites for over there mm. um, because obviously I was just having my phone and just trying to find out like, you know, good restaurants to go to and stuff. All of them dreadful. Every single mobile website over there is utter rubbish. So I'm thinking, nip over there, start up an agency, <laughs> develop mobile web. Isn't there like massive agencies in space? There as well? is, yeah. There is. There's, it's, a re- it's like a mobile hotbed. So they do Mobile World Congress. Exactly. But maybe they do that because it means anything they make looks like a million times better because everything else is horseshit. Maybe. I mean, I was shocked. Like, it was. It, Nothing rendered properly. You couldn't really get any information. It was it was pretty poor, I have to say. God, you never switch off, Chris. I know, I mean, mate. I bet Elisa was having the time of her life. She was right? commenting on it too. She loves Nomo, though. Chris, look at that. Hold me back, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling Apple now. Uh, okay, well, a little bit of inside goss there. Mm. Barcelona's shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> unless you're going on holiday, which it turns out pretty good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> mixed reviews mixed reviews okay let's dive straight into the ever present news <laughs> Uncle Chris Biscuits uh, it's time for you to kick us off sure well um, in keeping with this week's theme of food delivery apps mm. some very timely news uh, just before we started recording Old Amazon are getting involved, aren't they? Amazon Prime are launching a food delivery service. Um, so Uber came to the party a couple of weeks ago. I, I feel sorry for you know the guys that have been 
there since the beginning. Just Eat, Hungry House. They've got all the big boys coming in, spoiling the thing, kissing their girls. It's you know, <laughs> it's just it's just not what they what they signed up for. Yeah. But um, yeah, um, Amazon are entering the market. Um, they are promising no menu markups or hidden fees, mm-hmm. um, and it will be free delivery for Amazon Prime uh, nice. members, uh, but minimum orders of fifteen pounds. Of course, Amazon Prime membership isn't free, but you do get next day delivery. What, on your food? On your, on your food, yeah. <laughs> Starving out. Better book in lunch for next week. It's a good point, actually. I need to check the delivery times on that. It'd be funny if, they, if, you, could, so if you have Amazon Prime, you can get um, next day delivery. But if you don't have Amazon Prime, you have to book your lunch in for three to five <laughs> days. Day. As soon as you book it, Amazon do their usual thing. This is not available until December 12th. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Yeah. I just contact the supplier, Mother Nature, to find out where my bloody food is. So you walk when Yodel pokes the thing for you, or sorry, we, you weren't in, so we've left the piece with the neighbour. <laughs> yeah, pick it up from the post office <laughs> tomorrow. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> thank, thank God I ordered a steaming hot chicken burger. <laughs> Um, What's it yeah. What's the service called? I, th- I think it's just Amazon, called... Amazon Dime. Yeah, Amazon Restaurant? Why are you not going after Re- that? <laughs> that was killer. Amazon Dime. That's good. Yeah, it's Amazon Restaurants. Ah, oh, that's boring, isn't it? Yeah. They've, they've missed a trick there. <laughs> yeah. That can be your... To uh, me, to you, coming out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, other, other than that, it's, it's very similar to what's already existing. Um, but they're obviously using their uh, their ex- extensive brand. And uh, I mean, I have to say, I think deliv- delivery through Amazon is fantastic. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm an Amazon Prime member. I get, you know, next day delivery on a lot of stuff. And I've always found them to be fantastic. So I probably, I don't know, I might have more faith in them than I would over Uber, to be honest. The thing is with it is I wonder what sort of market they're targeting as well because Uber and Deliveroo are restaurants that don't wouldn't normally bother doing take uh, delivery by mm. themselves. They're more like eating restaurants. Maybe they do takeaway, but it's like a special queue. Just the are facilitating small shops that don't have a web presence or app. Mm. They they are takeaway joints mm. for the most part. I'm wondering whether Amazon being called Amazon Restaurants, I assume it's actually going to be the exact same as Uber Eats and Deliveroo rather than a, an aggregation of all of them put together. Because the, the yeah. problem at the moment is like, you go to Just Eats if you want a cheap kebab, you go to Uber Eats or Deliveroo if you're looking to like use a really nice restaurant really, or like an independent or something. Mm. And I wonder what Amazon are going to position themselves with. You could have um, stumbled upon how the market's going to segregate. Mm. Cheap, cheaper shit, or hipster food. Any real... Why is why is a restaurant hipster? <laughs> Cause, what, because you're not eating chips in pita? Hip, hipster. I'm only having a sausage roll. He, he is from Luton. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, go. another person joining an already saturated market, but perhaps <laughs> they'll be the industry leader sometime soon. Interesting. All right, well, we'll um, by the time it's probably successful or failing, we will, um, we will probably run out of ideas, so we'll pick this one back up again in the future. Lovely. Cool. Um... Cornflaco J.K. Malfoy. That was uh, a really long introduction. Thank you very much. It's your news. Um, so my news is Google have launched a new area to their search. You've got images, shopping, all that stuff. They've now got an area called Shop the Look. So if Chris was looking for a lovely cocktail dress for the weekend, 
he'd be able to go on and go cocktail dress and it would come up in this new section which they're currently trialing uh, in the US on just mobile devices and it, it looks into currently a, a tight-knit area of uh, bloggers and trusted partners to find clothes and like a, a picture and it sort of comes up um, there's a really nice gif uh, kicking around where they've been publicizing it you put in cocktail dress the first section that comes up is a load of people showcasing them wearing an outfit where you can buy it their blog review on it so it's tapping into their sort of blog existing blogger network and mm. trusted partners to allow you to just look for clothes via google because the problem they found is someone knows what they're looking for if i'm going to go shopping i'm going to go to ASOS, Top Man, wherever I know I'm going to go, they lose a lot of traffic that way because they're going to just go straight to the ASOS app looking for clothes. Mm. They want to try and educate people to use the Google engine for this as well to even find clothes and looks across the entire web. Um, so you'll be able to now just be able to find what you're going to wear at the weekend just by Googling it and then someone else will wear it. You can just buy it from ASOS and it'll be there the next day. So wow. Googling sequin pants. <laughs> sequin <laughs> pants. Sequin's quite hard to spell, isn't it? It'd be way easier just snap a picture yeah. when you're down the clubs. Sequine pants. <laughs> and you'll also be able to do visual image comparison as well. So not just uh, like writing what you're looking for. You chuck in an image of a shirt somewhere, it will scour the same network to see if you can find the, the shopping instance for that as well. That's quite good. So th this is interesting. So this, th you know, sorry to bring up... Dead leads. Dead leads. Yeah, that, that old segment. <laughs> but when I first started working in mobile about two years ago, um, the loads of inquiries would come through like, oh, I want to make this app where you can just take a picture of someone's mm. shoes and it'll tell me where to buy it and stuff. And people didn't quite understand that that is actually a really difficult bit of impossible technology. <laughs> and it just goes to show that two years on, it's taken Google have only just been able to do it. Mm. Um, and it's still to the level that, you know, because always those sort of leads have always come through of people thinking they want to do this kind of thing, like this quirky idea. It's impossible. You get a pair of black shoes to, to an AI that looks exactly the same. They're just going to get a load of black shoes come back. They're not going to get the nuance of the fact that one of them's a brogue and one of them's a whatever else because it can't see that detail. I mean, you don't even know the difference. I don't even know. I mean, I've just said brogue because I know that's a shoe. <laughs> I mean, I have trainer and I have barefoot is about the only two options I've got. You are an expert in black canvas shoes though. Black canvas shoes. I can tell you all the brands difference. I could do that with my iPhone just, just by feel. Very tactile. Nathan, what have you been looking at? Something which is kind of related to Jake's actually. It's more, rather than a big interesting new story, it's, it's a development in the uh, industry. So fellows, my news is that Android Pay is coming to mobile web soon, apparently. Mm. I have uh, one of my many friends in the industry has written a few notes for me. Um, so who is it? It is. You've just got so many friends. And they've all got websites. It's fantastic. Um, so, Parley Bat, Google's global head of payment products, he says they're moving, or she, I'm not really sure, she, <laughs> we're moving beyond mobile apps and bringing the simpl simplicity and security of Android Pay onto the mobile web. Users will soon be able to speed through the mobile checkout on Chrome using Android Pay on sites like Groupon, it's high end then, <laughs> 1-800-Flowers, and many more to come. So this is good, so I can just use uh, Android Pay when I'm cruising the web, buying like cat treats and catnip milk. Uh, there's actually a K 
catnip wine out now. Mm. <laughs> what? Yeah. Don't know, don't know what it is, but I, I don't know how this works. Do you? Two? Yes. <laughs> you do? <laughs> I mean, it works in the exact same way as Apple Pay. So all it's doing is using your save card that you have on Google Play to do the transaction. So you authenticate using the app. It's just... Kind of like a PayPal option. Yeah, you're essentially. Yeah. Um, that's a lot simpler than I thought, actually. Well, you, you were thinking that you had to NFC your own phone earlier when you thought... That uh, I was phone. just thinking maybe something would pop up on screen. Uh, Put your phone, phone on your on phone. <laughs> yeah. As, as an Apple user, do you use Apple Pay to pay for stuff on the web at all? Or um, on apps or anything like on that? On apps, yes. It doesn't work on, it doesn't work on the web, does it? No. Seen, no. So but it's just within apps. Yes. Put in. um, yeah, it's pretty handy. Use it today, in fact. So do you just do, does it come up just like Apple Pay was activated or do you never even see it? No, you have to use your thumbprint. So it just goes through as if you've done an NFC point, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So the Google Pay thing is going to do the exact same. It'll prompt the app to open, you'll authenticate via your code and then it'll go back in. Did you use it in, I think Deliveroo uses Android Pay. I'm assuming you use Apple Pay. They don't have it in Uber. Uber Eats. Well, I don't know because I've got the Android version, so it doesn't give you the option of Apple Pay. Obviously. Did it give you the option of Android Pay though? Yeah, but that's only just that's not even out. You say coming soon. It was not delivering. That was Apple Pay. No, it had Android Pay as well. Really? It did. When you did it. Yeah, we'll speak about this later. There were reasons. <laughs> there were reasons why I didn't use it, but it had the thing in the screen. Ah, that's cool. Yeah, I didn't think it was out yet. I thought they were just saying, but it's inside of apps. But just yeah, not on I the don't web. know because yeah, exactly. Okay. All right. Well, um, that's my news. Thank me later. La di da di da. You know what that means, cornflake. Yes, I do. It's time for design correspondent. Right, debut. It is, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. nice. Watch, okay. Watch out, tooting vegan. <laughs> yeah. Cornflakes hot on your heels. The tooting our fellow has no words now, does it? No. And he, I've got a, a piece that he couldn't even touch anyway, being an iPhone user. So oh, dirt bag. Dirt bag. Exactly. That's my thoughts every time. Yeah. But Android. So. I, last couple of weeks, have been using the beta program for Android N, so Android Nougat. Um, mm. And with it has come not a complete overhaul of the user interface, but some very nice little changes that have just made Android just that bit extra of the whole thing about material design. Um, so what was always quite cluttered about uh, Android, one of the things, was the notifications window. You become a mess and a sea of different color stuff, different icons, people do what they want because you always give Android freedom to do what they want. Now they've been uniformed, um, oh. which looks a lot nicer going down the page. It has taken me a little while to get used to it because it just looks like a sea of just white with some text on, which I'm not quite used to, but it looks so much cleaner. Yeah. And you can see what you are, they've, they've added little swipes in so you can, on the fly, if you get a notification, swipe it off the side, get to the settings for that notification and then say, stop sending me this one. So rather than having to go into the settings where you maybe don't bother, this is going to mean that someone can very actively turn off their push notifications for an app that's doing it too much. So whereas previously, you might have got away with the fact that someone's not going to vest the time in going to do it, they can do it in two taps now. So maybe more push notifications are going to be taken off because of that. Um, the other nice things as well, the top bar that comes down, so the sort of system thing, really nice animations. It all just sort of flows in and out. I mean, it's not anything that really anyone apart from a designer would massively appreciate, but it just looks a lot nicer and it really um, concretes their material design thing. It um, does. You, it feels a bit less PC, doesn't it? it yeah, I mean, you're using it as well, so mm. liking it? 
It's good. Very, it feels way swisher. Yeah, it is. It's just, it's just nicely polished. It feels like they got rid of some of the sort of a bit like a, one developer did some Android stuff and sort of had a go and they've just bothered to put that bit of cleanness that Apple have always had. I can see Chris going, oh, we've always had that. That's always been there on the Apple platform. I mean, I am thinking that, but I'm also smirking at the fact that Nathan just said way swisher. What's wrong with way swisher? I just grew up in the 90s, mate. <laughs> <laughs> that's just, you know, great review of, of Android N. Yeah, swisher, way swisher. Way swisher. I mean, that's all he's going to say. That's, I think that's their main marketing uh, campaign. You know me, I'm not good with positive vibes. True. So, and th- I don't know about this one, I can't compare to iPhone, so I have to go to your expertise on this. Do, oh. have you, do you use the, do you have a swipe mechanism for getting in? Like being able to do like a, a like a, a swipe pattern, a gesture control? Um, no. Not at all? Not at all. Okay, so you've always had the number code. So we've always yes. had the choice between the two. The shit thing that used to be about the uh, swipe mechanism was that you had to swipe it, like particularly in that area, and it was a bit clunky where you'd hit the wrong bit. They've now put like a soft lock so as you pull across, it flicks down to what would be the nearest approximation of your swipe. So if you swipe slightly diagonal up, it goes, oh, he was obviously aiming for that, and then works it out. Okay. Now, again, it's, these aren't massive things. A lot of the Android N has been battery performance. I'm so glad I said battery again. Bat- Every Bat- single podcast. I said it last time as well. Bat- battery. 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 Barber, if you see my bat, right? <laughs> Every time. Just concrete the fact I'm from the outside of the N25. That's three, three from three. Yeah, yeah. essentially. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe the two of the vegans probably all right because he can say all of his letters. Um, so, yeah, I mean, sort of performance, battery uh, optimization, mm. and just nice little UI touches, which I think everyone's going to really appreciate when it hits the market. Um, <laughs> yes, it's a positive review from me. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like from you as well, Jake. Definitely. Our theme, as you may have guessed, because I think we mentioned it quite a lot already, is um, food delivery apps. Now, it turns out last week, it, this wasn't meant to be our theme this week, because we had a guest coming in. But it was such a good idea. Uncle Chris Biscuits, he contacted the guest and he said, postpone yourself. I did. Which is a great help to me. And continuity on the podcast. So thank you <laughs> yeah. for that. Um, we're going to go through some app reviews, as always. Um, but first, we should probably run through the challenge outcome. Now, the challenge was to find a restaurant which three different food delivery apps were part of, mm-hmm. order at the same time, and basically just see what happened and report back. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, let's have a talk about that. So we did the challenge, which was to order from the same restaurant. One person was going to go pick it up, we decided, and two were going to use different delivery apps from the same restaurant, and we were going to see what happened. Mm-hmm. Who, who picked up first. Yeah. So let's get the winner out of the way. If the restaurant is near to you, <laughs> it's, very, it's much quicker to go and get it. <laughs> yeah. Much quicker. Yeah. <laughs> And it, with hindsight, we, we should have chosen a restaurant that was more than five doors away from where we were. We should have done. But in our defense, it's really hard to find a restaurant that's on both Deliveroo and Uber Eats. Yes, it is quite tricky. Um, so, Jake, 
You yes. you lost, didn't you? So you were on Uber Eats. Yeah. And Uber Eats, um, booking from the same restaurant, it took way longer. Yeah. Uh, although I don't completely blame Uber Eats because while you may have both ordered from the establishment just down the road, um, then I ended up going one much further afield and was one that was actually 40 minutes away. So <laughs> the poor driver had to go past the establishment you guys own that was the same franchise and then deliver my food. I think he, he dropped ours off and went back to yours. <laughs> what, what, what we're realising is that Uber Eats isn't idiot-proof. No, no. no. Wait, watch it. Why was you, it at the top? You to, there was, right, there's a Hummus Pros down the road. You managed to select the one that's in Soho. It, but, it looked floral, well, right? Yeah, I didn't want you to say that you yeah. messed up this bad, but whilst, this does paint you as an idiot, but <laughs> yeah. give us the, the reason why you picked the wrong I one. I put my address in, mm. put Hummus Bro in, mm. and picked the top one. Yeah, you came last because of that, but, it was but I quick. think you may have won if you hadn't have well, I don't know, because people around the office did say that if you order from really close, it does tend to take a lot longer because Uber Eats drivers don't want to pick up that really close order. So mine was actually pretty quick for how far the guy had to go. It was only about five minutes after mine arrived, to yeah. be fair. And it was uh, a good 10 both, minutes extra by his bike. <laughs> both of them were 20 minutes after I'd gone and picked mine up. Yeah. Just, you literally, you, by the time you got down the stairs, you were pretty much there from the building. The stairs are longer than the walk, the walk yeah, down so there. Should have got a lift to save my legs. Yeah. Um, and Chris, you used Deliveroo, didn't I did, you? yeah. Um, so, how did you find it? I know there was some sort of um, financial issues. Yeah, that was the thing. So, it was quick. Yeah. Um, you know, give hats off to that. Uh, they, they estimated 20 minutes. It was 20 minutes. Uh, the UI and UX of it is really nice. Like it just has a timer that's going down and you can see where your driver is and all that kind of, or your rider, sorry, is. But it was £2.50 delivery charge. Yeah, and they also put £2 if you're under a tenner. Yeah, under a tenner. There was also, so if you, I just wanted to order an, a wrap which is under £10, so I had £4.50 worth of... So you spent over £10 pound in the end. Yeah, you do. And it's, but it's, it's a joke because it's like, if I'm paying for the delivery, the extra for the delivery, what is that under £10 two quid charge for? What, like, what is that going towards? Well, it's just covering them, isn't it? Because they're not making a markup as much on the, uh, on the product. Well, fuck that. Well, no, get, but that's get, why get they're doing it. a business model. Yeah, well, I mean, the thing is, though, is Uber Eats didn't charge me at all. But that worries me at some point. They did. Because I yeah. paid the same for the meal. Yeah, no one paid extra to the, get it to The me. driver had some of that. Why? Yeah. You can have three bites. <laughs> Why? Know. How are Uber making money off Uber Eats? Uber make any sense. I reckon price. they're cutting the... Uh, the restaurants have lowered the price. Do you think? I think they must so. be doing ten percent or something. But why? Why would an establishment then that uses Deliveroo and Uber Eats? They don't know. That's why. Though. That was why it was so hard. I think to find. One. I know. No, I think. Yeah. Why would you choose one over the other? One over yeah. the other. But I think it's probably one of them had just signed them up because Deliveroo was first, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. So if people are locked into contracts with Deliveroo. Because it seems to be exclusive, doesn't you it? You also don't know the model. It might be that Deliveroo, they're paying a subscription fee to be on the service. So they're paying an outright money versus paying... that You don't know how the money's yeah, working. Yeah, yeah. That, that, two, that 250 could be going straight to Deliveroo for all you know. It and will they, be. Yeah, that will be, be how they make... That will be their, their incentive. Their market, they'll yeah. say, okay, we, we charge £2.50 for delivery and they make that money and on they, every delivery. Yeah, but it's like... 
without knowing the payment model behind it. But why would why would you keep doing that when you can go to Uber? Yes, but why? Yeah, true. As a consumer. As a consumer, yeah. yeah. But what, maybe we should do a blog post on this. We are going to do one. We'll just carry on doing that blog post on. This. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it was it was it was interesting because it was it was quick, but it was annoying that I had to pay for my delivery and Jake's didn't and his turned up from further away five minutes after mine. Cool. Well, it was a good good challenge. We did uh, we did all win though. And then we all got yeah. to eat delicious hummus wraps. It was, it w- well, there's other stuff in there, Chris. No, nah, really? <laughs> you're just I thinking just, of a yoghurt. You I, I, just got, well. I just got a wrap, chock-a-block with, it was like pate. That's why it was so quick. <laughs> yeah. But my wrap was really nice, so shout out to hummus bros. Yeah, well done. Uh, so we're going to do the app review. Now, these are not necessarily the apps that we ordered from. We want to mix it up a little bit, don't we? Yeah. Um, so, what are you doing, Chris? Hungry House. I'm doing Hungry House, yeah. And me and Jake, um, we've had a couple of run-ins with Uber Eats. So we're going to diss that bitch. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, Mainly their voucher system. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like in the modern day Itsu, isn't it? <laughs> um, you kick us off then, Chris. Yeah, well, I just thought, you know, with with uh, all the newcomers to the market, give yeah. old, old, humble, early, early birds... Hungry House, a bit of a bit of limelight. Um, so they've been going since 2008. Shit. They've been in the market a that's long like, time. That, that was before food. Yeah, before food, exactly. And they, you know, they, they had humble beginnings. They started with just 500 takeaways. Um, and now they're, they're to over 10,000 restaurants in the UK. Um, and this is an app, so I've, I was using, I've been using this for, for years. It was between this and Just Eat initially. Mm-hmm. And uh, the thing I liked about Hungry House was that A, it was much easier to find your previous orders. Mm. Um, you can go on mm. and immediately in the tray menu at the bottom, you've got previous, you know, reorder. Whereas in Just Eat, I found it really difficult to find my previous orders. And typically, people order the same stuff through these apps. Yeah. There was actually a, there was a talk by um, one of the senior guys from, from Just Eat, and he was saying that they've investigated their data and like something like 80% of orders happen within the, within the same 10 minutes of each other every week. So, <laughs> really? if, so I, and it's true, like I, I only ever use those apps really to order hungover Chinese. And Hungry House just made that easier than Just Eat. Um, so I was always using that and they also have um, approved partners that they, they um, show with a little icon that if they don't deliver within half an hour, you get a full refund. Um, so that was also really good because there was a restaurant in Just Eat where there wasn't that. The same restaurant was on Hungry House. And yeah. I was like, well, I may as well use Hungry House because mm. if they do screw up, which they often do, um, then I, I get a refund. Um, cool. So I, I have to say, like, I, um, for like your sort of standard takeaways, the stuff that wouldn't make it onto Deliveroo, uh, I think Hungry House is great. I think the user experience is really good. See, that's weird because I, so... Being outside of London is, is a big thing that, I mean, delivery Uber Eats I use because I work in London, but they don't exist outside of London in the same fashion. Yeah. So I, just the um, Hungry House, I have to use all the time, but I've always used Just Eat as opposed to Hungry House every single time. And 
I get that old thing of the Hungry House used to be good because of that sort of stuff. Just Eat now replicate a lot of that stuff now. True. So there's not much difference. But And the same restaurants are on both. Yeah. So it's kind of just whatever you use, you use. It's not really much different. It's yeah. Like I mean, it, they don't have so much of a differentiator between the two of them anymore. I just feel quite sorry for them because they disrupted a market and now they've been disrupted. Yeah. Um, and you know there's no way these guys can compete with um, you know the powerhouses of like Amazon and, and now Uber but I think they'll I, I think they'll go into a different kind of one so Deliveroo you get it and Uber Eats and stuff you get it for dinner don't you yeah, yeah. but when I'm with the reprobates at the cricket club it's it's like they're the places you order from one because you couldn't get you couldn't get the other ones and I'd feel almost embarrassed getting Deliveroo to the cricket club when it's like 45 portions of chips <laughs> from Dave's Kebab round the corner. So Hungry House and Just Eat, they're perfect for that. Jake, uh, we're doing Uber Eats. Yes. So let's talk a bit about the app and then let's get down to the truthing. The truthing. So, I mean, the app is obviously nice. So you can't knock the app. It's literally just Uber but for food. They haven't done anything, they haven't tried to do anything crazy. It does annoy me when you accidentally click the Uber bit at the top there. And switch over to like, Uber. What, what am I getting? Even a, the customer A takeaway for a car journey. Even the customer services get confused, you end up getting an Uber person coming back to you. The whole app just does weird switches between, yeah. which is, no, what, no one's thinking I'm gonna get food in a minute and then think, actually no, I want a taxi. <laughs> It's not, oh, no. <laughs> no, I didn't want a burger, I wanted a lift. Oh. I, I think maybe actually what their partner the issue is, is if you saw two Uber apps next to each other, you might tap the wrong one. And I wonder if they put it in there because you want to switch back quickly. Um, yes, that, that bit does annoy me, yeah. the stupid, which one do you want? The location's annoying as well. So when you want to go, so I was uh, with Laura at the weekend out at the park and I wanted to get some food delivered somewhere near to then go pick it up. You can't use a map at all. So Uber, you just put a pin somewhere to go, I'm here. You have to write it with Uber Eats. You have to write an address it in somewhere. And buy the bins next to the... Yeah, like, and it's... So we went, I sort of found like a, like a corner area where it had a bit of... Uh, so it was in Regent's Park, so it was Regent's University that was down the corner. So I found that to then order from. But I don't know why they do it that way. So they're happy for you getting a taxi completely randomly somewhere but the food isn't, especially when they did all this PR stuff around getting food delivered to the park to have it, that you can't actually do that in the app. If you wanted to do it, you can't do it. You can't right. just put, I want to put food to Regent's Park, because it puts a pin right in the middle of Regent's Park and says, try your luck, come and find me. Like, it's not got any mm. geolocation around where I That's actually weird. am. That's yeah, weird. Why wouldn't they replicate? I'm just wondering whether it's something to do with they just don't want people randomly on the side of a road just to get a burger, but... I don't see why you wouldn't just bother replicating your same user experience. Yeah, that's weird. I thought the same, Chris. Hmm, mm. interesting. Yeah. That's weird, guys. Yes, it is weird. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone thinks that's weird. Um, I've, I've been thinking as well. So, you know, I came up with Amazon Dine, which is pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. I'm thinking they shouldn't have called it Uber Eats. They should have called it Uber Hungry. Oh. Uber Hungry. So I'm Uber Hungry. Very nice. Uber Hungry. Let's get down to the real reason we bought this up. Mm -hmm. So, I had a run-in with Uber. Mm -hmm. So they, they gave me a voucher, 10 quid voucher, to start using Uber Eats again. After that, I think like a week later, it just disappeared from my account. So I had a promo, in the promotion section, I could go and get a free £10 meal. 
But then they just cut it. It's just gone. Disappeared. It's like, why would you do that? So that wound me up really bad. Yeah, and, mm. and I had the same thing. So I, they give you a promise around 30 quid. So much like the, the Hungry House thing you mentioned earlier. They give you a £30 voucher if your delivery is 30 minutes later than the estimated delivery time it gave you at the beginning. So obviously, finding this out, decided to order at lunchtime in central London when we know it's going to be busy as anything. Gives you a thing of 20 minutes, an hour and a half later it turns up. So... Yeah. Got it, whatever, I wasn't that bothered really, but message to the customer services. First of all, someone from Uber rather than Uber Eats replied to me and said I got $5 off my next fare on a taxi. Um, <laughs> dollars. Five dollars. Dollars. dollars off the next fare oh, on a taxi. I messaged back saying, that's great, but it's a far cry away from the £30 you offered me from your help section of the website. Yeah. And I didn't use Uber. I used Uber Eats. Got a message back from their Uber Eats, rectifying it. I got to keep the five dollars, um, but mm. put thirty quid in my account, which was great. I also had that same ten pound voucher you had. Oh. I then used the ten pound voucher and thought, cool, fine. And then that time when I'm talking about with Regent's Park, went to use for thirty quid again, just gone. And I thought, oh, it's because it's prime time of the weekend. Checked during the week, it's also just gone. Like they just discredited my thirty pound. It just disappeared off the list. Just why? And why would you do this? Someone at work, they th- they just got thirty quid randomly. Mine disappears, it reappears over there. What's this? Whack a mole with bloody yeah. matches. Who's got my tether? Um, that's really annoying because really I, I was looking forward to Uber Eats for lunch one day and I was thinking, yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. I'm going to get myself uh, a nice veggie burger. Yeah. Is this when you're having that's toast? When I have my lunch. Veggie Mac toast. Yeah, my monster uh, match. That was really depressing. There you go. Uber loses at least $1.2 billion in the first half of 2016. Do, from what? Um, just, uh, left it in a cab. Yeah, they just, they just, yeah, they just forgot it. Um, so I, I believe it's all, it's all the the voucher. The vouchers. Okay. Um, it'd be scaling as well, though. Oh, um, yeah, it'll, yeah, it'll be, it'll be scaling. It'll be uh, Uber Eats and stuff. Uber Eats will, yeah. will be expensive. I mean, One point two billion. I mean, that is a lot. It's a lot of bikes, isn't it? I mean, that's a lot of bikes. It is a lot of bikes. Um, but yeah, the 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 scheme for acquisition, flood the market with vouchers. Worked really, really well to get them off the ground, but arguably they didn't need to be doing it anymore. Yeah, that's 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 the app review, really. To me, to you, to me, to you then. To me, to you, to me, to you then. To me, to you. It is actually me, to you, <laughs> and to the listeners. Um, so I'm going to be pitching and keeping it kind of food delivery um, based. I'm not doing Uber Eats. I'm not doing Hungry House. I'm doing grocery shopping mm. delivered mm. to your door. Now, you all know when you get um, substitutes in your shop, yeah? Yeah. So it's, it, used to be, it used to be ridiculous. It'd be like, you ordered lemons. Here's lemon bleach. <laughs> <laughs> i just pop that on my pancakes. Thank you. Can't wait for the tequila um, shop. <laughs> yeah, so they've got history of being quite, quite bad. And at the minute, um, you were just filling me in, Jake, on you get a text saying, these yeah. are your substitutes coming. So this is a kind of a two-pronged change to the system. So one would be, they tell you that before they leave the depot, so you can do a live substitute of what you're going to get. Yeah. Or... If they're not going to do it like that, the van has this one, like, shelf of just, like, sweet products. So, like, 
you've ordered some Granny Smith apples, but they can't supply them. It's like, pick from our selection of treats. And you'd be like, I'll have the Toblerone. <laughs> I like of, that. of course. So, oh, we don't have we don't have any new um, Daz washing detergent. That pressure washer looks actually fantastic. <laughs> Wheel of fortune, all of a sudden. Well, What's behind door number hey, one? It will make sure they control their stock properly, won't it? And also, if you were like, mate, I asked for the craziest thing the other day. I asked for Himalayan volcano salt. And I came out with a 40-inch TV. <laughs> you don't charge it anymore. It's just a little treat, isn't it? I'm so, completely sold on the shelf idea. I mean, the light substitute works. The treat shelf. Yeah, the treat shelf. Yeah. I mean, the light substitute is a no-brainer, and I never understood why they do it, along with why they don't take the Uber Eats and Deliveroo thing of tracking your driver within the hour slot. But I like the touch of the treat shelf. The treat you shelf. You call it... Treat your shelf. Oh, yeah. Ocados, oh, <laughs> treat your shelf. Has that, has that guy got a speech impediment? He would be perfect. I'd be well happy. Treat, treat your shelf. Uh, it would be great, though. I think good marketing. Um, Is there a betting issue there? Would you, would you always get above your product amount or above? Or like if I bought some crazy... Oh, we can mix in higher or lower. <laughs> what are you going? Double or... Oh, I, don't, I, I don't want that TV. Double or quits. You've won the Tesco Metro Wallington branch. <laughs> yes, it's a money spinner. Next week, our theme is retail apps. Um, and we're also going to have a special guest, Luke Hodgson from Patchworks. He's going to be coming in talking about um, retail integrations, mm-hmm. um, that kind of nonsense. Uh, it's a market for everything these days, isn't there? But I'm very much looking forward to it. Uh, so our challenge is going to be, um, it's a light-hearted one next week, I thought. Um, we've done enough serious business. Oh, yeah. So what we're going to do is we're each going to use a, a different retail app. We should buy something. As like a side chat, as a, the starter challenge. So we'll we'll buy something and maybe use the UI, test out the UI and the UX. Sure. But the challenge will be to find, someone has to find the funniest review they can. So Amazon's gold for this. Yeah. Um. So that's it. But we're just going to read some out next week. Yeah. Okay. Some funny reviews because we don't want to keep it too serious, do we? No. So. That's the plan, really. Lovely. It should be good. Um, Luke will... He'll be good. He will be good, yeah. Um, And then I guess we've got to say goodbye and thank you to Cornflake, Jayco Malfoy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, two weeks. Unless you want to be on next week. I'm not turning up every week. I'm only filling in when one of you guys can't be bothered to turn up or on holiday. Yeah, exactly. uh, So you'll be in for me next week. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I I haven't been away. Um, So, yeah, thank you very much. No worries. Anytime. Okay, next week. Um, and yeah it'll be good yeah it will Chris Nathan say goodbye goodbye Liam it's a replacement <laughs> goodbye it's no more no more goodbye no more no more no more no more say no two less more but say yes two more more but this is no more no more no more no more no more say no two less more but say yes two more more but this is no more no more no more no more no more